0: Hello, I'm Rev David, and I live, work and play on Alderney, one of the Channel Islands. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. Well, now it's 2023. New Year. Happy New Year to you all. And also, uh, every New Year, on or around the 6th of January, We celebrate in the Christian church the Feast of the Epiphany, which is the visit of the wise men or the Magi to the baby Jesus in uh, the stable at Bethlehem. So for a few minutes, I thought it would be good for us just to um, think about this event that happened all those years ago and what it might say for us as we stand on the threshold of this new year. And first of all, we need to think about what we know and what we don't know about what happened. So, thinking about the wise men, what do we know, what do we think we know, and what do we not know? First of all, how many? We don't know exactly. We know it was a plural, it was some Were they wise men? Were they kings? Were they magi? So what's all that about? Well really it's simply that they were clever. They were clever, learned and so thought to be magical. And that put them on the same level as magi, magicians or kings. A man called Johannes de Hildenheim in the 1300s wrote a book, a story, the story of the three kings. And he said there were three kings, and they were called Melchior, Caspar, and Balthazar. So from that, the whole myth has grown up about them being kings, about them being three, and about them having names. But actually, that's Johannes de Hildenheim's imagination. That's not details that we get from the Bible. But I suppose we can draw some conclusions from what they actually did. They travelled a long way to visit Jesus. So, they must have been rich to afford such a long journey. And they must have been rich to afford to uh, have the gifts to offer the child Jesus. And I think also, personality wise they must have been driven they must have been determined to achieve what they did achieve so turning to the gifts that these wise men gave what are they and how do we know well this is an easy one because it's in the bible there were three gifts gold which symbolized a king frankincense which is um, a sign of god because the ancient tradition was to burn incense and as you burn it the smoke uh, from the incense and the aroma the smell goes upwards and travels up to god who was always imagined and thought to be above so frankincense links us to god heaven smells nice and then myrrh which was used for embalming a body so as a sign of suffering these three together king god suffering an odd combination in a strange place a poor stable all points to someone out of the ordinary to someone different Let's think about that journey that those wise men made. It was a long way from Persia or um, what we now know as Iran or Iraq, around that part of the Middle East. It took a long time, something approaching two years. It was dangerous. There were dangerous animals, there were robbers, and also, and we won't think about this much these days, there was dirty water. Or, should I say, the water, there was no clean water. So actually, every day's living was a health hazard because of that. And then, of course, there's the whole logistics. Money, food, transport, safety. This was no casual undertaking. And what about directions? These wise men set off not knowing where they were going. They were following a star. Imagine doing that these days, especially where we live, where there's so much cloud. Stars can be very hard to spot. And of course, the other thing they did for directions was to ask Herod along the way. And all of these things came together to create enormous uncertainty about how the journey would end. And on top of that, it was, of course, a two-way journey. There was all the going to get there, but then they had to get home too. Just think for a moment, what can go wrong on a journey? And what good things can happen on a journey? We spend all of our lives journeying, don't we? From one place to another, from one kind of life to another... And our faith is also often described as a journey. So taking that theme of journeying, and journeying in terms of life and faith, I want to look at it in two ways. First, if you like, by zooming out and taking a wide-angle view, and then by zooming in and taking a close-up view. So zoom out. Have you ever noticed how, when you look at others, then their journeys seem better than ours? And this is because we don't know the details. We don't know all the ups and downs, all the difficulties and obstacles. We don't know any of that. Or when we look at our journey from the distance of time, how they always look better. Is that because we can't remember? We've wiped the bad bits from our memories. And also, because as you zoom out and look at something as a whole, you can see the beginning and the middle and the end and the direction of travel and the length of time and what happened. So you can see all of that in perspective. And there seems to be a pattern. And usually, it looks okay. But when we zoom in to our life journeys to our faith journeys, well, it all looks a lot more messy when you get up close. Those three kings, wise men, they look all rich and stately. But what about the camel? Have you ever ridden a camel? Full of fleas and smells. It's hard to steer. It's wobbly. Quite a lot like our journey through life and faith. And something else. You can't see the camel's feet. So you can see where you're going, but not how you're getting there. Except in the desert, or wherever, everything can look the same. Your only guide is the star, and the question, are you closer or further away? Lots of people travel at Christmas, and certainly I've uh, seen that happen where I'm living at the moment, with lots and lots of people leaving the island for Christmas and New Year, to be with friends and family, and then returning. And have you ever noticed how, at the airport, you finish your journey in arrivals? We've just managed to finish Christmas, and now we've arrived at New Year, which is good. Because Christmas is the start of something. God in the world with us. As I like to say, Christmas is the beginning of an adventure, not the end of a story. So, for this year's journey, a few thoughts. Why not keep your eye on the star, on Jesus? And don't worry too much. About how you actually travel, And ask yourself, what gifts would you bring on the journey? Love, patience, kindness, peace? And will you be happy to share those gifts with all whom you meet on the road? And remember, the journey will be all over the place, but when we look back, it will be roughly right which is fine. That's it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. If you've enjoyed this podcast, and want to support it financially, then head on over to www.patreon.com and search for Rev David.